Miss Shaw here. Over the next couple of weeks, we will be releasing some history podcasts to help develop your learning. The series will cover crime and punishment. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to your favourite teacher. Today, we'll be examining the effects of the gunpowder plot of 1605, investigating who the plotters were, why the plot was put together, and what the plotters aimed to achieve. And finally, the consequences and impact of this famous event in British history. Remember, remember the 5th of November, gunpowder, treason and plot. You're probably familiar with this rhyme and already know that the plotters planned to set off a huge explosion on the 5th of November, which was the state opening of Parliament. It was hoped that the explosion would kill James I alongside many of his important allies, bishops and judges and other members of high society. But who were the plotters and why did they want to do this? Well, first we have Robert Catesby, who was a leader of the plot and responsible for recruiting other plotters, including Guy Fawkes, Thomas Percy, Robert Catesby, Thomas Winter, Robert Winter, John and Christopher Wright. The one thing that all of these men had in common was that they were Catholic. Why did they want to blow up Parliament and kill the King? Well, it was religion, or rather religious persecution, that was at the forefront of their motivation. As we already know, following Henry VIII and the break of the church in Rome, English monarchs were now the head of the English church, that is the Church of England, and were free to decide how the church was run under their rule. Some, such as Edward, ran the church as a Protestant concern, and others, such as Mary, as Catholic. But what they all believed in was the fact that it was, in their eyes, their duty to ensure that their subjects followed the correct way of worship. If not, they wouldn't be following God's will, and therefore there were often harsh punishments for people who didn't follow the church's way. James I was no different. He headed a Protestant Church of England, and the punishments for not following this could be harsh, continuing the trend that had been set in 1559 when the Act of Uniformity was passed. This had been followed by the Pope excommunicating Queen Elizabeth I in 1570, and there were plots made against Elizabeth's life that were supported by the Pope. Therefore, from this point onwards, Catholics in England faced harsh treatment, and this continued under the rule of James I. Catholics were not allowed to practice their faith, so for example, couldn't attend Mass. They also had to go to Protestant church services, and if they failed to do so, they could be fined. Therefore, Catesby, who in addition to facing all of this, also had a father who had been imprisoned for hiding a Catholic priest from the authorities and had been prevented from finishing his degree after refusing to swear a Protestant oath, wanted to replace James I with his daughter, Princess Elizabeth, who would be easier to control and therefore they could ensure better treatment for Catholics. So, what were the details of the plot? Well, the plotters first get together on the 20th of May, 1604, and start to put a detailed plan together. They rent a house next to Parliament, as well as a cellar which is located underneath the House of Lords, and 36 barrels of gunpowder are stored there, the perfect place for an explosion on the 5th of November. However, on the 20th of October, Lord Monteagle is given a letter that warns him against attending the state opening of Parliament. The letter is handed to Robert Cecil, the King's spymaster. Following this, the cellars are searched and the plot is uncovered. 
Some of the plotters manage to escape, but Guy Fawkes is captured and imprisoned, eventually signing a confession. Hence, this is why he was probably the most famous of the plotters. Now, before we move on, it's important to note that many historians believe that the plot was known to the authorities, but that they let it progress so that they could catch the plotters red-handed, providing them with the perfect excuse for increased persecution of the Catholics. Anyway, back to the story. Guy Fawkes, along with other conspirators, is arrested and faces torture in order to enable the authorities to gain a confession. He's put on the rack, a torture contraption that stretches the body so much that the limbs are pulled apart from the joints. Guy Fawkes manages 12 days imprisoned inside the Tower of London before finally confessing. His signature shaky, presumably because of the torture he's received. After their trial, beginning in January 1606, the plotters are found guilty of treason and sentenced to punishment. The punishment for the plotters was harsh, execution. But not just any type of execution. This was to be public, torturous, long and drawn out. Why? So that it sent a clear message to people that they should not question the power, authority and strength of the king. The specifics of their punishment were that they were to be hanged, drawn and quartered. Hanged until they were nearly dead and then they had their genitals cut off and were burnt. Finally, they were cut open and disemboweled, their arms, legs and heads cut off. Absolutely brutal. So, we know the consequences of the plot for the conspirators, but what about other Catholics living in England? Well, things got worse. There was strong anti-Catholic feeling. Catholics were banned from becoming lawyers and serving in the armed forces. They were also forced to swear loyalty to the king and attend church or pay fines. The Thanksgiving Act was also passed, stating that the thwarting of the plot should be commemorated each year on the 5th of November. This is where our fireworks night or bonfire night originates from. Fireworks symbolising the plot to blow up Parliament. The burning of the guy symbolising the plotter's punishment. And in the longer term, Catholics in England were banned from voting up until 1829. I hope you're finding the Crime and Punishment podcasts useful. I'm Miss Shaw with your favourite teacher. Thanks for listening.